Hey everybody, welcome back to Vox Tablet. It's me, Sarah Ivry. I'm your host. Today, Aileen Kaminsky Crumb gets a makeover. Back in the 1970s, Aileen Kaminsky Crumb pioneered a personal let it all hang out kind of comics. These days, you can see her influence on graphic novelists like Alison Bechdel and on other culture makers like Lena Dunham, the creator of the much debated television show Girls. Aileen's other claim to fame is, of course, her husband, R. Crumb, the king of underground comics. The Crumbs have been living in a village in southern France for the past two decades, but their work hasn't stopped. And now Aileen has a new show opening at the Museum of Comic and Cartoon Art here in New York City. The exhibit documents a recent trip she took to Miami. She didn't go as a tourist exactly, but she went more as a participant observer of the local culture. On a recent afternoon, Aileen Kaminsky-Crumb gave independent producer Erica Malinsky a tour of the exhibit. If you've ever seen Aileen Kaminsky-Crumb's autobiographical comics, you probably have an idea of what she looks like. Big nose, big hair, big thighs. But that's not the real her. It's more like a projection of all of her insecurities. When Aileen went to high school in the mid-60s, the popular kids looked non-Jewish. It was an all-Jewish high school, and the kids that were popular were blonde and cute and had small noses. One of her classmates was the actress Peggy Lipton, who later starred in the TV show Mod Squad. She's Jewish, but that she really looks like that. She didn't have a nose job. And she was like this goddess that walked among us that, you know, we all wish we looked like. Well, they didn't just wish it. Some of them got nose jobs or dyed their hair blonde. Aileen went in the opposite direction and kept on going. Her hair is dyed raggedy and red. She wears bohemian funky clothes. But she's always wondered, what if she hadn't become an artist? What if she hadn't married the reclusive R. Crumb and moved to France? What if she married a nice Jewish dentist from her hometown in Long Island? She'd probably be a retiree in Florida now, with all sorts of nips and tucks. So as part of an art project, she decided to explore the road not taken. She flew to Miami and spent a few days with her mother's beautician, Cookie Rosen. Cookie and I are the same age, and even though, like, on the outside, we're very different. I mean, I was raised probably to have been like her, but when I was eight, I just became this weird art aberration, and I followed that pathway. But there are certain buttons in me that respond to the way she is. And when she did me over, there was something in me that felt good and something in me that felt horrible. This is Cookie from a short film that plays in the gallery. They're midway through Aline's makeover. Cookie's applying makeup and false eyelashes. Look at how beautiful. I mean, really, it's softer, it's feminine. It, listen, you want to do a different look? That's totally looking. A guy's going to want to screw her before a guy was afraid she was a transvestite. Now, Aline had a co-conspirator in all this, her friend Dominique. Cookie sent them to a beauty store to pick out blonde wigs, padded bras, and gaudy jewelry. Aileen was game for just about anything, but she drew the line of plastic surgery. Everything that we did was temporary, and Botox is the one thing that's temporary also. That you, I, Yeah, it could last for a couple of months, but I decided I had to see what it's about because these women, they do stuff all the time. Like, every time you go, they've done 20 things, and I never, you know, I never did that, so I decided I have to try it. Aileen strutted through Miami in her mini skirt, zebra-striped shoes, and sparkly pink top. As she says in the film, she looks like Paris Hiltonburg. My mother, when she looked at me done up, I think it's the first and only time she ever thought I looked pretty. Because by her standards, that's beauty. Along the way, she even bumped into people that she knew from high school. 
people looked at me approvingly there when I was transformed, and that was interesting because I was always like the oddball when I grew up on Long Island, and always I always felt like the weirdo. So for once, I felt like one of them, and I felt like, gee, I'm pulling this off. It's like you're the one in the popular crowd now or something, you know? Well, she didn't totally blend in. These people were sitting in a mall, and they were really staring at us, so I went up to them. I said, could I ask you why you're staring at us? And they said, well, we were trying to figure out if you were a movie star, who you were, if you were on a reality show. We, we couldn't figure it out. You know, you, we don't see, we're like old retired people. We don't see people like you here. I said, well, how old do you think I am? They said, oh, like 35. And I said, well, how old are you? She said, 64. I said, well, we're the same age. And the woman said, no. And then, so then we started asking all these people, what they thought, and the one guy says, well, you know, I'd like to see you in 3D. I said, what, this isn't 3D? He said, no, that's my apartment number. You can see a lot of these characters in the drawings that she made after the trip. Aileen drew a woman with straw blonde hair, duck lips, and oversized sunglasses. And she's drawn talking in mid-sentence while holding a frappuccino. She said, I've done everything that money can buy, and I'm going to do more stuff. She said, my plastic surgeon's right up there. If you want to go, I'll, I'll take you up there. She said, I'm so happy I did everything. I'm so happy. And her husband said, and I am too. Doesn't she look terrific? Then she points to another drawing of herself sitting in a bar with a lemon wedge between her teeth. Up here is the, when Cookie just made me over, and she's really a professional, so it actually looks sort of good, like the eyelashes were on right, and the wig stayed on, and the makeup was good, and... You know, my tits were in the right place and everything looked good, but each day I had to put it on, and since I'm not good at it, it started looking weirder and weirder. <laughs> like, the wig, by this day, the wig was popping off and the eyelashes were sliding down, and it looked tackier and tackier. When Aileen started drawing comics in the 70s, her self-portraits were crude and unflattering. She'd draw herself on the toilet or having bad sex, always in black and white. A friend of hers who was a strident feminist told her to stop depicting herself so negatively. But Aileen prides herself on being honest about how she sees herself. People say to me, why do you draw yourself so ugly? And I say, because you'll always tell me I look so much better than I draw myself. <laughs> Actually, I did think that when I first See, saw you. I was, I was expecting you to look like your drawings, that, and I was like, oh, always, she's cute. That always happens. That, I didn't start off doing that on purpose, but it is one of the effects of it. I learned that lesson early on. She still draws with a sense of self-parody, but her work is more confident now. Her drawings pop with color and energy. I actually think they're funnier than the comics she drew when she was younger. Doing yoga for years has changed me a lot also. Not quitting drinking, quitting smoking, all my habits I gave up a long time ago, so I'm much more realized human being at this point. And being a grandmother, having a family, all those things have given me a lot of self-confidence, which I didn't have in the early stages of my drawing, even though if you look at photos of me, I was much more beautiful then, but I felt ugly. This trip to Miami started out as a lark, but it challenged a lot of notions that she had about beauty and confidence. Happiness is not supposed to be something you can buy. Contentment should come from soul-searching, not cosmetic changes. When I was younger, I used to think that and judge people really harshly. But as I get older and I confront the loss of beauty, I understand why they do it, and I am compassionate. And I'm not sure, you know, what I'll do. But I like to have the personal freedom to do it without the judgment of other people. In that sense, she hasn't really changed since high school. For Tablet Magazine, I'm Eric Malinsky. Aileen Kaminsky-Crumb's exhibit opens tomorrow at the Museum of Comic and Cartoon Art in New York City. This show runs through the summer. Come to our website, tabletmag.com, to see a portrait that Aileen did of herself as a retiree on Miami Beach. So here's a request we often make. I'm going to make it again today. Hopefully you'll indulge me this. If you liked our podcast today, if you thought it was funny, maybe you'll send it to a friend to listen to or... 
post it on your Facebook page, or if you're on Twitter, tweet it. Share it in some way with other people. There's no reason not to get more listeners to this great content that we think we're producing. Vox Tablet is produced by Julie Subrin. I'm your host, Sarah Ivory. We thank you so much for listening, and we sure do hope you'll join us again next time.